0: Welcome to the Artist's Work Ethic Podcast. I'm Mike Pelak. I'm a screenwriter, actor, and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is Richard Fancy. Richard is an actor best known for his long recurring role as Mr. Lipman, Elaine Bennis' boss on Seinfeld. Along his extensive career, Richard has been seen in films such as Being John Malkovich, The Girl Next Door, Hollywoodland, Tango and Cash. On TV, in addition to Seinfeld, he's been in The District, Ray Donovan, The Closer, The West Wing, Friends, The Wonder Years, and many more. I also recently launched my Substack. I'll be putting out some writing through Substack each week, and that's also how you can stay up to date on this podcast, as well as other projects I'm involved in. I hope you'll subscribe to read along at mikepelak.substack.com, that's M-I-K-E-P-E-L-A-K.substack.com. A couple quick things before we jump into the episode. I've talked in the past about myself working on breaking into screenwriting. Please check out blackoilfilms.com screenwriting. There, you can check out some of the screenplays I've written. I have the first 10 pages of each one uploaded, but feel free to email me at Podcast at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to send you a full script if you're interested in reading. Last thing before we get into the episode, I would love anyone listening to subscribe, rate, and review the Artist's Work Ethic podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us put the show out there for more people to listen to. Richard, thank you for coming on with me today. Sure,
1: my pleasure.
0: So do you think your work ethic is something that comes from how you were raised or something else in your life that you picked up along the way? something else in my life. I don't think,
1: in terms of my life, my mother had been a professional actress before I was born. I I don't know what her attitude toward work was. I know she missed it a lot. But in terms of an ethic, and my father had a job that he hated, and he did. And he felt work was important. He he said he never wanted to retire and he he died working um, but now it's because for reasons who knows who knows what reasons right from the time i was 14 15 years old i knew i wanted to be an actor and then i knew that i had to develop a work ethic and i i have a very strong
0: work ethic What have you learned throughout your career specific to, you know, work ethic and productivity from working with so many other actors and artists and all that?
1: Well, the job of acting is working with other people um, and, and in different ways. You know, they say the term show business means two things. There's the show and there's the business and there is the business end of working with people. There are people, actors, who are just not very good at that. And I'm moderately good. I'm not great at it. And then there's the actual working working with somebody else as a team to create an aesthetic goal. Let me put it that way. And I did not learn that working with a lot of people. I learned that through a lot of training and also working in free theater theater where i could just do what the hell i wanted to do for as long as i wanted to do it.
0: Yeah have you seen differences in in other actors writers directors from today to say 30 years ago in how um, they how they conduct themselves?
1: Well no although i mean i guess not i i guess not i i think there's always the people who are like who come from say from theater uh, they they have a way of working and there are people who have been doing film for a long time and they have a way of working and sometimes it's like really different i guess i've learned from doing that because working with me, i did a film uh that kurt russell was in at lovely guy he'd been a child actor and he just knew so much about where the camera was what his relationship to the camera was what size lens they were using and i learned from working with people like that cuz that's not my education
0: a common theme on this show i've found that is threaded through 70 something episodes now has been that people who do find some success in the arts are people who tend to go above and beyond how do you have an example you know in in your career of where you've done that or created your own luck or or you know separated yourself
1: a, a hundred um but it's in developing myself as an artist as opposing to advancing as opposed to advancing my career I belong to a theater company in in uh, in Venice. I've been a member for thirty years, and during that time, I'll give you an example. I decided I wanted to work on a fairly obscure play by Henrik Ibsen called "The Master Builder," and I collared somebody, a very very gifted director who had not directed for years. And I talked him into working just a little bit with me and a, a, a woman who I'd started to work with on the play. Two and a half years was, it took two years to actually get a performance where we were paid a very tiny amount of money, which ran for six months. And uh that was because I am obsessed with, with my work,
0: how does your work change from character to character? In in you know the amount of yourself that you sink into them.
1: I I have been playing uh, a very disturbed homeless man. I've been working on it. Uh, uh, did it for, gosh, I guess four weeks. And it may go somewhere else. That's part of the reason for the beard. I'm also playing Caiaphas, Joseph Caiaphas, who was the high priest in Jerusalem in the first century in a television series. Those are very different people. Yeah. From my desire, my greatest desire as an actor is to, uh, to create characters like that that are different externally and at first glance internally for me. When I'm on television, I'm pretty much who I am.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was, I was, I guess I was more curious of when you're breaking down a character in, in, in a great example is the two very varying characters that you just gave me, you know, how, how much, how much are you? How much time are you sitting down and and spending with you know that script in order to bring yourself to a place where you're comfortable in that character? Tons,
1: tons
0: of time. Um,
1: and I'll give you. And it's not just the script. So just before, <laughs> I I am a secular Jew. Just before we met, I was having breakfast reading. A Scholarly History of the Priesthood in Jerusalem, because I feel like I, I'm not quite sure what this guy does. And I want to get a sense of, not I guess I would say this is crude, the sense of living it, a sense of what it was like to go into the Holy of Holies. No idea. And that's interesting to Thank God, because it's what I it's what I do. I mean, if weren't interesting to me. <laughs> I wouldn't do it for free.
0: Yeah. Television series, I'm
1: not doing for free.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how important has perseverance and persistence been to you in your career? Uh, I mean, just absolute, absolutely key. That and
1: being very. Very happily married for a long time, and having kids whom I adore, and uh, that that just gave me a kind of place to be because it was really rough for me getting started as an actor. It was brutal, and if I hadn't stuck with it, I wouldn't be making a pension now, but I also wouldn't be any good at what I did because I. It, it requires. I require myself an obsessive sense of uh,
0: of, of a, an obsessive work ethic. How did that change for you when you had kids? And I ask because I've I have two kids, and I feel like I am different now in the way I in my ambition than I was before I had kids are you less or more or do you put it that way to yourself I find myself to be more um I don't know if it's a I, I I haven't kind of pinpointed where exactly that comes from whether it's trying to in some ways set the example that you can accomplish things that you want to accomplish or if it's just yeah. Clocks ticking, time time to get to work type of thing. But I always felt that clock ticking. It
1: just it didn't make any difference having kids. Having kids made it on one hand more difficult and looking back on the other hand, uh it gave me you know it gave me fuel. But I I, I felt I didn't want my kids to be actors because it was so tough for me. And one of them, one of my kids, who is now a, a, in, in New York State government and in the uh, comptroller's office, is, uh, w- was thinking of being an actress. And I was very, very negative about it. And, it, you know, it's a brutal profession. I mean, it's brutal doing this. It's brutal doing what you do. And it's, look, we're swimming upstream. Yep. And not only do I feel I'm swimming upstream and although not in you know in LA, I'm another actor, but um I'm swimming upstream by doing theater for which I do not get paid, for which I spend hours and hours and hours of time. That's swimming upstream. And I I think anybody who's I think a work ethic, whatever the work ethic is, it can be just getting ahead in my profession you know having dinner with p et cetera et cetera it requires just requires obsessiveness
0: well, thinking about that swimming upstream how how have you endured rejections and and self doubt that inevitably come to anyone who's pursuing I've never anything been like
1: rejected, this and i don't have a shred of
0: self-doubt. it's tough you know it's tough
1: it's gotten less tough. I've gotten, as they say, a tougher skin. I've also become more aware of the variables. So I was in a movie. I was in Tango and Cash with Kurt Russell. I was in Tango and Cash. I had two solid weeks at work. I was in, I was Sly's lawyer, right? And the whole thing got cut from the movie. All of it was cut from the movie. I think there is a friend of mine saw it on opening day. I I didn't, I I hadn't seen it yet. And he, being a smart ass, said, Great work in that movie. And I said, Oh, you saw it in? And then he said, You had three quarters of a second in the fucking movie. <laughs> so but what I learned was what he said to me, this guy was a screenwriter, a really excellent screenwriter, Joel Oliansky. And Joel said, Look, if you read the script, what is it for? It's for the guys going to prison and getting out of prison. They don't need all the stuff in the trial. I don't even know why it was in the script. I was grateful it was in the script because they paid me. And, but, and I, I think I get residuals every once in a while hey. for my quarters of a second.
0: So I've always thought that work ethic doesn't mean doesn't always have to mean working yourself to death and, you know, sleeping four hours and that sort of hustle type of thing. How do you stay balanced when you feel, you know, exhaustion starting to creep in into into how you're feeling day to day? I work out. I go to the gym three times a week and I do Pilates three to-
1: uh, the other three times. But aside from that, I do something called Feldenkrais, uh, awareness through movement, which is extremely, I, I'll just simplify it by saying it's extremely relaxing and freeing. And just to have the level of the ability through some of this to be able to breathe, that's really key for me. So that's part of it. Part of it is just, you know, I'm married to somebody that is very dear to me. And that's that also is deeply, you know, well, you know what I mean?
0: Can't do it without them. Yeah. Right. So how do you structure yourself so that you are able to stay fresh and current in your craft as well as your business? And, and manage your personal life on top of it all. How, what's your sort of method uh, for that? Managing
1: my personal life, there's not that much to manage. I mean, we're going off to visit my kids in a little while, and I have other people coming to visit us. But in terms of profession, I have this series that I'm working on, and I don't anticipate a lot other work than that. I'm not great at the business aspect. I've got an a- agent and I've got a manager and they're both very good and I'm very happy to have them. That's something that I wish I had more more of a chip for, you know I don't. I, I don't have sufficient desire to to pursue it further and at the moment it's not going to make one, one one bit of difference at all in terms of the appetite for work as i told you i'm reading a book on the old testament right now
0: anything that you want to plug or or talk about before we go well the chosen
1: which is a remarkable success story it has been on um they started uh with a a studio that uh you would have to subscribe to see episodes And then it went on to Amazon and Netflix. And the CW Network is going to carry The Chosen next year. It's beautifully done. And it's it's a
0: lovely experience. Excellent. Well, Richard, thank you for coming on with me today. Sure, Mike, a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist Work Ethic podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at The Artists Work Ethic and check out theartistsworkethic.com.